Cool. You know what I would love? What? Okay, I've been thinking about this for a you while. Go to the cheese shop. No, I do want to go to the cheese shop and see a drag queen jerk off <laughs> while some strange fat man stands there breathing heavy and watching me. That was hilarious. <laughs> would you like some Gouda cheese? Oh my god, it was so funny. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Lucky Luscious. And this is Carmen Kickass. And this is Eat, Eat My, My Pagan Ass. Ass. I don't even know what episode this is. I think it's 30. Get th- out! I think it's a milestone. Oh, hey, ring the bell. Ding dong. Alright, that was that was that's that. Was a that. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ha- I think it's 30. Happy Beltane! Happy Beltane to you too. It's Beltane all the time. Bing! Dance around the pole. Dance around the pole. <laughs> mm mm. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Well, I was in Washington D.C. What the hell were you doing down there? I was um, I was at a conference actually. I was uh, at an assembly for work. Hmm. Assembly yeah. for witches. Was, yeah, <laughs> it's a witch assembly, but um, I couldn't really do anything. So I just I just made a candle at home and then I lit it in my hotel room. Hmm. You didn't dance around Did the Washington you? Memorial. No, Washington I, Monument. No, I I went to um, Dupont Circle. Or DuPont uh, Square, whatever. Yeah. Hoping that there might be something going on, but no. No. Nothing. I was no. What's going on, like, magically in Washington, D.C.? Like, are there peeps and witches down there, or what? Not that I could see. I didn't see anything remotely Wiccan or pagan or anything, so. Mm. I was hoping. It was Beltane. It was Saturday, and yeah. I snuck out of the assembly just for that, and... Nada. Where's Carmen? I don't know. I don't know. She, she just snuck out. She's she wearing this black hat and it had a bunch of ribbons in her she hand. It's all weird. She's gone. <laughs> she had a pole with her. So you didn't do shit for Beltane. Not except really. That candle. That lame candle. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, no well, candles. Lame. lame. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. But I like to do something festive. But yeah. You know, and you guys had your um. Yes, but first, remember on May sixteenth in Pelham Bay Park in the Bronx. In the Bronx, there's going to be another Beltane festival. Yeah, I'll go so, to that. Yeah. yeah, why don't you come to that? Yeah, cool. And Pelham Bay Park is a good spot. Yeah, there's lots of bushes and the waters there. And it's, yeah, it's very nice. I think that's being organized by Magical Realms. Did we talk about this already? That like all the magical shops in New York City are closed. Now Enchantments is closed. If you go, to are a, you kidding? Yeah, I know they moved, but I've heard two people now say they went down there, and there's a sign on the door that that the property has been seized for failure to <laughs> pay taxes. Really? Yeah, <laughs> the government took our witchcraft. Oh away. shit! No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, so now there oh. there are no like pagan shops open in Manhattan anywhere. Oh. So isn't that crazy? Like there used to be so there many used shops, to be, right? And there used to be a lot of bookstores, mm-hmm. and then they just started. And then um, Enchantments was really the last... Well, who needs books? All us witches are on iPads now, right? That's true. But still, mm-hmm. you know, you go there for incense or herbs or... It was just a nice book. Yeah. A nice store. Nice book. <clears throat> nice store. It's just the, um, just the smell, you know, like you walk in and you get all those psychic Everything triggers. all at once. Yeah. yeah. There was an aura about... Oh, what a drag. Totes. Wow. Totes. So, looks like you're not going to be... There's nothing else. That's it. No. They had another place down the block where they sold all um, herbs. It was like a... It was sort of like a basement store. Yeah. And that was also on 9th Street. Gone. And I think there's one left on the west side. My girlfriend goes up there a lot for candles. I forget the name of it. But... Mm. Oh, my God. I can't believe Enchantments is I know. They were there for... Ever. Well, it's like, what's happening? Like, is it just the community can't support these stores? Is it, you know, the stores were just making bad business decisions and not supplying what the community wanted? Hmm. Um, or yeah, is it just the of cost of doing business in New York City is too high? I bet you the rent went sky high. I'll bet you because that, that whole area is... Um, Booming. Yeah. That could be one of the reasons. I think it's a combination of reasons. So the witches were gentrified out. <laughs> That's fucked up. That is fucked up. <laughs> that's messed up. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, no, that that's to me that's like 
It's a sin. A death in the family, you know, like, yeah. did you hear about Cousin Albert, you know? <laughs> it Holy is just shit. like that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really surprised. Although I had been hearing for a long time that they were going out of business. Yeah. But they were always around, you know. Well, they changed hands a number of times, mm. you know. Damn. Yeah. So maybe we should open up a new store. We should. Right, that'd be cool. What would we call it? Eat my pagan ass. My pagan ass. ass. A little ass hanging out the window. A little flag <laughs> ass. <laughs> I wonder what, what the hell would we sell there? Asses. Pagan asses. asses. Pagan like, ass. Like, you know how they sell... Um, pagan ass on a stick. Yeah, like, you know how they sell... The forms of porn stars' asses and vaginas and all that. Oh, yeah, and dicks. So we could, and dicks. Yeah. So we could do famous pagans. <laughs> here's the the ass of Starhawk. Here's, here's Carmen Kickass. <laughs> Kickass's ass is all flat, you know? uh, <laughs> all bumpy. You know? Here's, here's Lucky Licious's smooth, <laughs> tight rump. Mm. Mm. I think that's a great idea. All right. Eat my pagan ass and you sell all these famous pagans' asses. Uh, like Oberon it's a, Zell? It's a... <laughs> Could you imagine? Uh, <laughs> hey, somebody might like Margaret it. Atwood? Who would say? <laughs> Freya's... Uh, Freya Aswood? Yeah. Freya Aswood. Aswood. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Go ahead and laugh. I'm not laughing. Hey, I'll laugh all to right. the, all the way to I'll the bank. Find- I'll find out how they make those butts. I I think I saw something like that. We can that. sell little keychains with our asses on them. Yeah, little asses. Okay, we're gonna open a store online, and we're gonna sell like ass keychains. There you go. Hey, speaking of support for this for the show, we got another six 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 club donation. Oh, we did. Yes, Pierced Sater. Pierced Sater. Hmm. The um, I think he's the proprietor of GayWitch.net. Really? Yeah, which oh, is cool. one of the first, if not the first, websites dedicated to gay witchcraft. Well, thank you. All yes, right. thanks, Pierce Sater. Yes. Your $6.66 donation is being used well. That's right. We're going to buy a keychain. And some gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes us happy. Thanks for showing us yeah, the Yeah, thank you. That's cool. I'm trying to encourage him to um, come to this pagan festival called Between the Worlds, in, which is, takes place in September in Wisteria in Ohio. Mm. And it's a gay men's like pagan festival. Yeah. Why is everything that's cool is gay men's? That's not true. Damn, I'm going to shave my hair and... <laughs> Grow a beard and stuff my pants and start hanging out. You look like my uncle. <laughs> uncle, Uncle Fester. Uncle. <laughs> oh shit! So, so, but so tell a, me about it. Yeah, well, you know, it's a week long p- pagan festival. It's organized completely by gay men, and all the rituals and activities are centered on gay spirituality. It's a safe space for gay men to come and celebrate, you That's know, spirituality. Cool. And. Um, it's pretty affordable. It's a hundred dollars, you know, for the week. That's the, nothing. The meal plan is, you know, one hundred twenty-five dollars for. But oh, that's they have like, a meal plan. That's like brunch and dinner every day, um, and the food is supposed to be really good. So mm. you know, one hundred twenty-five dollars. Hmm. Tents. Yeah, you can tent or you can stay in, you know, a camper if you want. But you know, it's oh like, really? Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's the first time that I'm going. Um, so wait, this is just for gay men, or can yeah. anybody come? No, it's just gay men. Oh man! Oh, I know. This sucks. <laughs> oh, you now, what, now I know what it feels like to be black in the fifties. Oh, I can't, I can't hang out. We shall overcome. <laughs> oh man! Speaking of, oh, I don't know if I should talk about this, but I I will anyway. Okay. I had a little bit of a moment recently. I was at a I was at an event where Vernon Jordan spoke. Now Vernon Jordan Jr. is um, one of the leading uh, black civil rights activists. You know, he's a lawyer during the civil rights era, um, and he now was an advisor to Bill Clinton. He's like uh, you know on the director, one of the vice director, something of like a, a big financial company now. So mm-hmm. he's done very well for himself, and he. Um, he told a story about, you know, uh, what it was to grow up, you know, in the South, in the segregated South. Or mm. He was there for a summer, actually. He was from Chicago, but he grew up, he went there in the summer and, like, witnessed what was happening in the South. And that's kind of what inspired him to his life of activism. And 
I raised my hand and asked. I was really nervous about it, but I was mm-hmm. like, how do you, um, as someone who's gone through this and as a member, a prominent member of a community that has, you know, had great success in advancing their civil rights, mm-hmm. what advice would you give to me and to my community of gay and lesbian women who are facing a civil rights struggle in this country today? Mm-hmm. You know, and I listed, you know, all the things that we don't get. And I was expecting him to, like, come back with a really good inspirational answer or some practical advice for what to do. Mm -hmm. And he basically dodged it. He basically was like, Really? Well, when all I have to say is, you know, when we marched in, you know, whatever, we crossed the Tallahassee Bridge or whatever, he named all these historic moments. Mm -hmm. He said, we marched for you. When we did this, we marched for you. Which, like... uh, was gay rights ever on their agenda? No. No. And then now it's like I, I wanted. I wanted to say, hmm. why uh, or or do you think that the African American community in this country should take an interest in this and get behind this because it is a, a civil rights issue, and you know they they could be really instrumental in helping us push this. And he just you know, no. You didn't want to go there. No, he didn't, and it was a little disappointing. But it was also very catalyzing. Some, for sometimes. Me. Sometimes people in his position don't want to say how they feel because of the politics involved. Yeah. Because now he's speaking for Bill Clinton or he's speaking, you know what I mean? He's right. speaking for whoever. Well, sure. Because so, I'm yeah, ready to Yeah, I'm not take saying his- he didn't dodge yeah. it. He did. But maybe he has his own opinions and just can't express them. Yeah. Because that happens a lot in, in politics. And, well, because- and, even, and even at work or wherever you have to report to someone else yeah so that but that's too bad even though i'm saying it was too bad it it was an opportunity for him to really say something and say say something cool this is what you know the black community should get behind this because it is uh, and he kind of said that but he didn't say it Mm. you know so it was whatever but a lot of people came up to me afterwards and like now they're calling me a gay rights activist a vocal gay rights activist (laughs) it's really crazy but it's made me think a lot about you know what do i want to do next in my life that's like with the conference i went to this weekend i don't want to say too much because it's job related and everything yeah but it was really cool because i helped ratify some policy and um, one of the things we condemned was like the thing that's going on in Arizona, and we were speaking about um, gay rights and all this other stuff. And I, I felt good that I was part of that to oh good ratify these these policies and and stuff like that. So it was pretty, you know, even though I snuck out yeah. Saturday, but, yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah. And then there were a lot of uh, very inspiring speakers. Hmm. One guy had us. He had the whole. They were like. Um, 1,500 people in there. He had everybody riled up. It was, oh, I had goosebumps. It was really good. It was really, really good. So, cool. Yeah, yeah, I felt like I was doing something. You know, that's maybe, See, that's, maybe that's a theme of this podcast is, you know, how do we get engaged and how do we, right. how do we create change in the world? Right, because you know how in the past we've had conversations where I say, you know, it's not that I throw my hands up in the air and say I give up. It's like... I, there's nothing I can do. There's right. nothing I can do about certain things. In this instance, I, there is something I can do. This is what I can do. I can't end the war by myself, but I can, you know, have my voice heard or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when they have a policy, yay, you know, I'm, I'm there, nay, you know. <laughs> and even though... Uh, nay. Even, You're like, oh, hell no. Hell no. You get on up, <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> Fuck that! Hail to the motherfucking night! It was really funny because there was one <laughs> policy that we were supposed to say yes, and I said nay. I'm like, and everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck? Oh my god, you're like that senator. <laughs> I was like, but you know, it's it's a good feeling to know that you, whatever I can do, I'll do. Uh-huh. You know, so it it was good in that respect. You know. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. It's important, and and it. It is. It's a. It's an exercise of our personal power. Mm-hmm. You know. And as Americans, this is the power that we have. We we can make changes. Just people just sit around and bullshit and complain. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. If you don't like it, try to do something to change it. If right. not, accept it. Yeah. That's just the way it is. It's really hard to get started sometimes for some people. For a lot of people, maybe. And uh, people are afraid. You know. Right. You know. Well, I was afraid to raise my hand and yeah, ask that question, yeah. but, but you I, did it. I did it. And the next time it'll be easier and I know. easier. Yep. And then the next time you won't be raising your hand, you'll be the guy standing at the podium. Uh-huh. People asking you questions. That's how it starts. Yeah. 
You know, so. Lucky Luscious Gay Rights <laughs> Vocal Gay Rights Activists Lucky Luscious of the Eat My Pagan Ass Podcast That's will be it. our special guest at the White House Ball <laughs> Oh my god Could you imagine? Huh? I think about that sometimes Like we don't, like we said, we don't know where what this podcast can do or what our words will do, but look at the emails we get from people, like from all over the world, mm-hmm. talking, like thanking us for doing this, helping them like deal with just the fact that they're, you know, coming out of the broom closet right. or I they mean, don't feel alone it's anymore. It's not like we're changing the world, but if we can help one person realize that they're not alone or... or just help them through a little struggle that they're... That's good enough. That's right. I mean, now, just little old me. If we ever helped you, then you owe us $6.66. <laughs> All those in favor, say yay. Oh, hell, <laughs> just a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, uh, so that's, yeah, that's what happened to me anyway, and that's what happened to you, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. We're making change. That's it. Chump change. That's right. You, know, you got change of a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so back to Beltane. Yeah, and today's uh, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Cinco de Mayo. I, no entiendo que es Cinco de Mayo. Es el it's, Cinco de Mayo. Right. It's sí. like July Fourth. Pero, en Spanish, they say 4 de julio. Es una fiesta de una guerra, ¿sí? No mm-hmm. es una... Independencia. Um, independencia. No. Fue, una, fue una guerra. <laughs> una guerra. Guerra. <laughs> mm-hmm. so I, was, I was hanging out with these Mexicans today. We were playing Uno. Uh-huh. And uh, I had to quit because these motherfuckers kept stealing the green cards. Oh. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, no, you... Oh, hey! <laughs> Oh shit! How are you gonna say that? You're Mexican yourself. It's true. Oh. They kept stealing the fucking green cards. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> You're like, those aren't the green cards you need, boys. <laughs> That's not the one. My girlfriend sends me a a text every day, Mexican word of the day, uh-huh. and it has like all these stupid jokes about Mexican words. I wish I could remember one, but I can't. Palabra. Let me see if I have So I did Beltane on, uh, what am I, whatchamacallit? How did that go? On May 1st. Yeah, it was really good. It was mm-hmm. a, It was your first one, right? The first one with this group in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Remember my Maypole story that I told and how we found this fabulous mo- Well, the Maypole mm-hmm. actually is too big. It's too big. Oh, it's, really? It's too thick. Oh, it hurts, Yeah, huh? I know. I have that problem a lot. But um, I always go for the big ones. I couldn't help it. You know, of course I grabbed the biggest one that I saw. We did the dance, and people showed up, and it was nice. It was really nice. What well, you doing over there? You looking, looking up your text, Mexican they're word? From, they're all from you. What the fuck? Sorry. Oh, well, no, I, I deleted all of them. Mexican word of the day. Yeah. Oh, well. That's okay. Yeah. So mm. how did it go? How many people showed up? Oh, we had about 300. Really? No. You lie like a brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was it was intimate. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a uh, under twenty five. That's a nice size. Group. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially. Do you still have it at that same spot? No, we did it at a different spot. Oh, okay, because that spot holds about twenty five. Yeah. There's a lot of Beltane stuff going on. I mean, there may not be any pagan shops in the city anymore, but there's lots of groups having so. I mean. I, on all the lists I saw, we're having Beltane, we're having Beltane, we're doing a Beltane. This is Beltane, come to Beltane. Oh, yeah. And you, there's one um, this weekend, there's one the weekend after. So it's like all month, it's all, all Beltane, month. all the time. Yeah. Woo, woo. <laughs> That's like when I was invited to the one for this Saturday. I was like, oh, good, I didn't miss out. Yeah. Yeah, you know? no, So I mean, it's really good because... Because I thought I missed out. You we know? have busy schedules and we're traveling, whatever, so it's nice right. to ha- have options. That's good, yeah. Back in the olden day when you missed the Beltane Festival, you that were was fucked. It. You had to wait till next year. And you weren't going to get laid for a hundred, you know, 300 That's days. That's fucked up, right? Yeah, totes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next one would have been Lunasa, no? And the next one coming up? Summer Solstice. How could I forget <laughs> Summer Solstice? What is wrong with me? Right. Yeah. That's the biggie. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. Right. That's the biggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that's like a million miles away still. Yeah. Come let's on. talk about Belting. We're still in Belting. Let's get back to Earth. Yeah. People always talk about the future. It's mm-hmm. the present that counts. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, back in the olden days, they... The they, olden days. <laughs> 
That's what we used to, you know, the when we were days. growing up, we used to call them the olden times. Right. My parents, when they talk about when they were kids, they'd be like, <laughs> the olden times. What was life like back in the olden times? <laughs> I took a friend to my Beltane ritual. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took my friend home after the Beltane ritual. Oh, God. And we did some you dancing around a pole. Started. Yeah, we did, we did some pole dancing back in my place. And uh, well, that's a good idea, you know. You, Beltane, you go home and you do some pole dancing. Absolutely. Go to a strip club. Oh. <laughs> Legs diamond. Yeah, go to do some pole dancing. <laughs> well, what's the whole point of the pole, Carmen? In so many words. It's a phallic symbol. Mm-hmm. And what are the ribbons? The weave of the the spiral of the earth, the weave, you know, mm-hmm. how everything is interconnected, mm-hmm. whatever. And the um, the colors represent the desires or wishes of the people, usually. Right. right. You bring your own, mm-hmm. depending on how, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You bring your you bring your own uh, ribbon. Mm-hmm. Let's say you want money, so you bring a green ribbon or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, or some people just do the colors of the four. Emulence. Quarters. Fire. Four quarters. Four quarters. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. You know, so it depends, you know. But I prefer bringing your own ribbon for your wish that you desire. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool when you weave it all together. Yeah. And the earth, the hole in the earth is the... The, the big the, cosmic the vajayjay. Yeah, the vajayjay. <laughs> so, yeah. This is the vajayjay of the goddess. <laughs> we're twisting, we're turning, our fires are burning. We're weaving our wishes intertwined. We're dancing and singing, our power is mingling. We're bringing brightness to the light. We're swirling, we're twirling, our ribbons are burling. cheese it's very appropriate he used to own a cheese shop oh, no. and then we used to go in the back and he would hire drag queens to come to the store but they had to be dressed and we would sit there and watch them jerk off <laughs> <laughs> is that stupid or what he he got off and he had to have me or some other you know girl female whatever there and he had to have this whole little setup and then the first time I and then, and then don't get me wrong I'm not Ooh, because I got a kick out of it I you know I, when he would call me I'd be there you know <laughs> but the first time this girl comes in very pretty tall her hair she had a little short mini skirt denim long legs very pretty girl I couldn't believe the size of this cock I was like holy I was like shocked I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Because <laughs> I, I didn't know what we were, what I was in for. Oh. So then it turns out that this was his thing, you know? Wow. Yeah, so we, and it's, this place over on 58th Street. So we go to the back of the cheese shop and, you know, and then he'd have somebody different each time. That's crazy. And then crazy. we would sit there and watch this drag queen jerk off. Oh, my God, that's crazy because I know a lot of drag queens and now I'm just like imagining them all doing this while I'm standing there really watching. Weird. The first time I did it, I thought it was very weird because to see a girl, chicks with dicks, you know, it's, it's just like, what the, it was like very confusing to me, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the, and very pretty feminine. They weren't really chicks. But they had dicks, chicks with dicks. 
It doesn't get any better than that, does it? No, it doesn't. (laughs) I was like, this fucking guy, he was so strange. (laughs) Sounds like it. It sounds like, put the lotion on the basket. Put the lotion in the basket. But the shit isn't. I wasn't like, I was like, yeah, yeah. Common, you want to come to the... Yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. He didn't even have to pick me up anymore. I just walk over. Oh my like, he used God. to pick me up. You know, I said, no, I'll be right there. I'll, I'll swim across there. the East River for that shit. <laughs> and it was always somebody different. I don't know where he met all these people. That cracks me up. Yeah. What's he doing now? Oh, I haven't seen him in years. I don't know. <laughs> He's probably down in Boca Raton doing the same shit. He's in Boca, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what I want you to do? What? Um, well, wait, before we do, is there anything we need to say to, like, the listeners or anything? Oh, yeah. What? Remember... Hi, everybody. Our last podcast, The Joke? Oh, yeah. We uh-huh. didn't give the... But now I forgot the person's name. We didn't give them credit. credit. We didn't say thank you. Well, whoever you are, thank you. No, we didn't need to say their name. Uh, I, I'm not going to look it up right no, now. No, but later, next time. But I just want to say we didn't... We didn't... Uh, we didn't come up with that stupid joke ourselves. <laughs> Somebody, somebody wrote it in, and I'm sorry I forgot your name. And then we used your joke, and we didn't even give you credit. So sorry. Uh, bunch of thieves. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you credit next time. Yeah. Meanwhile, you yeah. can go to eatmypaganass.com and click the 666 donation button. <laughs> Send us jokes. <laughs> yeah, please donate jokes he to us. money. I want jokes. You know what I really want? What? Because it's Beltane and it's all about what we want, right? Mm-hmm. I want people to send us pictures and artwork. Nobody's sending anything. We got that picture of what I look like. Well, yeah, from Logan, but that was that like was a decade ago. <laughs> that was cute. We know we know all of our listeners yeah, are all not all of them, but most of them people. are, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Send us your artwork. And I don't want to see turkeys made by your hand. Oh, that'd be funny, though. <laughs> We're going to do a turkey hand those, wall. Those hand turkeys. Hand turkey. Go, go, go. You know what I would love to do? I would love to, um, I don't know. Well, that, I guess that's what Facebook is for. Like, we, you know, we have the yeah. Facebook fan page and we can, like, spy on everybody. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Can you believe that we're almost up to 2,200 fans on Facebook? That many? Yeah. You're kidding. No, I, wow. I, that's no joke. But how does that happen? The magic of the podcasting wow. and Facebook. Friends that's tell cool. friends. That's pretty cool. You know what I would love? What? Okay, I've been thinking about this for a you while. Go to the cheese shop. No, I do want to go to the cheese shop and see a drag queen jerk off <laughs> while some strange fat man stands there breathing heavy watching me. The guy was hilarious. <laughs> would you like some Gouda cheese? Oh my God. It was so funny. And then I used to yell at him, give him a bigger tip, man. Why are you being so cheap? I, I used to make him give him, because they had to pay the fee, and then he would give him a few dollars extra. I said, give him more money. Give him, give him five dollars more. Give him Wait, the drag queens would charge? Of course, and they're going to do that for free. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I taught them how to charge money. <laughs> I, I taught them how to jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were like prostitutes. You got to pay them. Oh, wow. That's such a great gig. How do I get that? I just put a wig put on, on a and some pumps and go jack off for somebody? That's not even illegal. I guess not. Right. You know. But I tell you, why am I talking about this? It was the weirdest thing. Go there. I want to hear what you were about to say and stopped yourself. Big dicks. I mean, they had huge. Are you a size queen? When you saw something that freaking big, you you are. It's like, oh my god, look at the size. It's it's not the size. It was because you're looking at a girl, a beautiful, not just some average Jane. I'm talking about gorgeous, and then to have this big dick it was like it was just very surreal yeah see i guess seeing it in person i've seen it on i I see it on xtube all the time yeah like if i see a guy with a big dick so what you know but chicks with dicks it was like so weird it's pretty hot yeah i've gotten a little aroused but you know i like the freaky a little bit i know you do too yeah that's right give us some freaky that's as that's as far as i'm going tonight give me some freaky love
Beltane. Well, it's no wonder that sex is on the on the table here because everyone associates this holiday with sex. It's all about sex. It's all about fertility and making babies and all that. Babies bite your tongue. What? You were a baby once. That's true. I was. I was a baby with a really big dick. (laughs) With a wig on. Oh, my Lord. I Well, it's not just about sex, but sex is certainly a big part of it. Well, it's like fertile, fertility, fertile. And it's not just uh, babies. It's fertile minds, ideas, you know, anything that has yeah. to do with creativity. Oh, you know, we did get an email. I remember now. We don't have our emails in front yeah, of us. But email. somebody emailed us and saying, you know, what do you do? Or no, this is a discussion on the Facebook page. That's what it is. What do you do if you're single? At Beltane, if if you don't, you know, you don't have someone, you know, a go partner. Go to the cheese shop. Go to the cheese shop. That's what Carmen says. <laughs> but I'm that like, if you're single, you know, find somebody for crying out loud. There's got to be a lot of other single people right. who want to get laid. Just got to be open. Have put like it out a there. Single Beltane um, ritual. Invite single people. Go on Craigslist. And do they, you know, um, put up put the keychains key in a fishbowl. And uh, pull a keychain out, and that's who you go home with, and you fuck them, no matter what they look like. Exactly. When you take me, make love. You 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 Because we all need to get laid. Right. That or write a poem. I said it's all about creativity. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what? I was really horny, but upon looking at you on second reflection, okay. I've decided to write a poem. It's, it's, it's entitled, Ooh. <laughs> That's the name of the poem. Well, you know, I guess we are, we are humans. We could all be superficial at times, right? Yeah, I'm su- superficial all the time. Well, what can you say? If you're not into it, you're not into it, right? Right. I mean, well, you're ma- that's the whole point of making magic is, is you've got to be like, into it. You know, it's all about taste and personal preferences and all taste. that. Taste. You're so dirty. Wow! <laughs> this thing keeps coming off. I am dirty, aren't I? Yeah. Dirty little. Hole. She's she's talking about her I'm prosthetic nose. <laughs> her prosthetic nose keeps falling <laughs> off. Falling off. Oh, stay on. <laughs> All right. If I talk like this, it'll stay on. Okay. <laughs> I fell off again. But aside from sex, you know what else? Let's talk about sex, sex baby. baby. Let's, Let's talk about you and me. That's all I know. Okay, let's only talk about I sex. Sing. Only I can sing. Do you think people are sick of hearing us talk about sex? Probably. They're probably sick tuning of, out. Sick of you talking about sex. Oh, please. Hell no. <laughs> I'm the one at the cheese shop. You never talk about sex. Carmen's cheese shop. No, I don't. I keep it to myself. Hmm. That's my Scorpio rising. They said, well, I'm Scorpio rising, so explain that. <coughs> You're a guy. Guys are pigs. That's, <laughs> that's all that's on their mind. I don't deny it. <laughs> all that's on their minds but i'm um 24/7. i probably i'll probably talk less about sex now because now yeah. i have somebody oh here we go the segue <laughs> do tell <laughs> that's Where's all i'm me? gonna say well i met him in a you know a pagan circle actually believe mm-hmm. it or not my first let's talk about this relationships with pagans because mm-hmm. they're rare right yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, we talked about that briefly once, how it's hard to find. A good pagan man is hard to find. Right. Or a hard a pagan har- A hard, pagan, a hard man. pagan man is even that's, worse. Well, that's easier, actually, <laughs> but <laughs> to get a good No, one. but it's, it's very difficult to find uh, pagan uh, mates. Yeah. It is. Even pagan friends. I don't know. No, but I think relationships are very difficult. In general. I don't general, know, I don't know general, why, but yeah. that's the way it is. You would think... Where if you go to a place where everybody's of the same mindset, you'll hook up. But yeah. it really doesn't happen that way. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're with Lucky Delicious. <sighs> <laughs> Just wait stick turn, with me, kid. Yours will, yours will turn up soon enough. Just wait your turn. That's right. <laughs> Just stick with me, Take kid. You'll get laid. I'm number 999. Don't worry. <laughs> you'll get your turn. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, so... I imagine, you know, he's he's a listener, too, so he hears... Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> I'm oh, going so to I'm gonna have to come up with a code name for him. I'll think of that. 
and then get back to you. Mm-hmm. The letter. Yeah, I thought of calling him that because it's like Star Trek and right. whatever. Mr. X. Yeah. Whatever. Q. He's so cute. Get He's so cute. Oh, I, you know what? I was okay. On to the next thing then. That's all we're gonna talk about. <laughs> right. If you want to know more, turn tune in next week. That's right. Um, you know how you just said. He's so cute, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how you, like, hinted at who it is. Uh-huh. Well, I just read that Gerald Gardner apparently used to do the same thing. Like, they gave oh, him... Oh, he was, a, like, a dirty old man. Well, listen, here's what's <laughs> going on. So we filmed another episode of the Pagan... Wicca, no, the Wicca History Project uh-huh. with m- my friend Puck, which is now sitting... Now I have two, vi- two episodes sitting in raw footage, and I don't know how to edit them. So if anybody wants to help volunteer on editing some video... Um, you know, give me give me an email and let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for a good cause. I just don't have the time to do it, really. So what was it? So um, he was talking about Gerald Gardner, and he said, he said, and as we maintain on the Wicca History Project, Wicca didn't begin in the 1950s. It it was a you know it, it was, was a around revival. a revival. No, that it never that there was the unbroken line of witches. And that Gerald Gardner was initiated into a real witch coven, and so that the that the religion itself is not the made up religion. And I kind of like stopped him there, and I said, "What do you mean that's what we think?" Because I was like, "I don't believe that. I'm like totally like Gerald Gardner just cooked this shit up. He's right. he's begged, borrowed, and stole a lot of stuff from other traditions, including mm-hmm. you know masonry and Crowley." And I think that's what he wanted people to think that. Uh-huh. That he came from, um, that he was a hereditary witch. Mm-hmm. I don't know the story. Well, he really, he really. But, but he kind of made it all up. Well, he, no. See, my friend really believes that all this stuff was whatever. So he gave me some books to read. He gave me. Um, what is he, a Jehovah's Witness? No, Wiccan Roots <laughs> by Philip Hesselton. Oh, and okay. there's another book on, on history. And it, it like documents everything about Gerald Gardner's life and about the origins of Wicca. So I'm reading it. I'm halfway through, and it's interesting. But anyway, he talks about this woman whose last name was Keen. And Gerald Gardner said she was really keen at blah, blah, blah. You know, and apparently he used to drop little things like that. I know. She's rolling her eyes. She's like, that's not very fucking witty. (laughs) So corny. (laughs) All right. This looks like a good book. Yeah, it is. But it's cheap binding. I hate the... I I like cheap binding. And I hate the typeface, actually. It's it's a real pain in the ass to read just looks you know some books the way that they're laid out they just yeah. look stupid like you don't want to read them everything's read in this, fucking italics i wouldn't buy this book on my own but because of the way it looks because yeah. you're reading it it has to look good right um but i would if somebody recommended it but if i went to the bookstore and i picked up this book i'd flip through it because i don't like the typeface either you know it, it has to be easy on the eyes i know like our men yes like our Canadian men. Oh. Let me see this again. Oh, your pole. Your North he's Pole. Remarkable. <laughs> he's over there like moaning and groaning. I got my wig on and my, my high heels and I'm jerking off for Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, no, it's a, it's a cool book and, you know, I'm reading it and whatever. We'll see what happens. So what does it say that Gerald Gardner was uh, a... a well, I haven't gotten there yet. Witch? I no. haven't gotten to you know the the um, New Forest Covens. And I'm all more that stuff. into people like um, Alistair Crowley, uh, Dion Fortune, those uh, that crowd. You know, like the early twenties. The Theosophists and yeah. the Golden Dawn. And Madame Blavatsky. Oh, really? I mean, but Gerald Gardner. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. I mean, I have to know a little bit about him. Well, then you're basically <laughs> saying Wicked doesn't do anything for you. You're more of a that's, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I guess you could say that. Wick yeah. is like it's a ride, but it doesn't turn me on like all the other stuff. It doesn't intellectually know? stimulate you. Right. You know, and it might, it might it might also be because of the people that I've met as Wiccans. Probably. They don't, they don't do anything. You probably haven't hooked up with a really serious yeah, coven, you, you it's know. It's not it's like exactly like you can't say I can't generalize the whole thing, but it's just I haven't met the people that stimulate me, you know, and mm. And what I know about Gerald Gardner was like, eh, whatever. But it's all that early shit that I like. You need you to know? get yourself to some more pagan festivals. And they had um, the art, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, Wait, he did the Rite of Wait deck, mm-hmm. um, the Crowley deck. I mean, all, you know, the, the books that um, Dion Fortune wrote, all these things that, you know. 
So, and yeah. what did Gerald Gardner do? Get laid? And, you know, just, yeah, man, hey, babe. I'm a witch. <laughs> Want to fuck? Uh, you know, that's what he was about. Well, you know, that's it's... To me, you know. Well, it's not just to you. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going into this. I know I've made cracks about Joe Gardner before, and a lot of us like to poke fun at him, but I'm going... I'm reading these books with an open mind because, mm-hmm. you know, my friend who's espousing this opinion that, you know, this is... Gardner really was initiated into a real witch cult. He's no dummy, so I have right, to like so have to I have to at least listen to his opinion and right. then judge for myself right. based on the, the the evidence that we have yeah, here in these yeah. books. So that's where I am on that. Right. I know, like that's how you learn. I mean, just because you have an opinion, somebody else comes along. No, no, no. You know, if, if the guy suggests a book, you might change your mind. It's right. like everything else. So right. you know, yeah. You know, is this him? That is an artistic rendition of Gerald Gardner. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh! And he, no wonder he had a cup. Cook he looks like Mark Twain, made. right? Mark Twain. <laughs> on, on he looks like Mark. Like Papa Smurf. Mark Holy Twain. shit! I mean, <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. He looks like some kind of goat. Yeah, he does. A Mark, maybe Mark Twain fucked the goat, and this is what was born. Oh snap! <laughs> I don't know this. No, but talking, ba- getting back to sex, so... Um, <laughs> getting back to sex. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> ah! All right, go ahead. So my, uh, my friend Q uh-huh, expressed some surprise that um, the covens that I belong to didn't have a sexual element in them. There was no, mm-hmm. like, sex among the coven members as part of, you know, the ritual liturgy like right there was no ritual sex basically nothing all was symbolic it, right what was that the thing with the the, the great right the great right that was it the, the sword in the in the chalice in the that chalice. was it right mm-hmm. and you know lots of other interplay between polarities and right. male and female whatever right. but no actual physical sex right and which I, i'm kind of grateful for and, the, and this <laughs> yeah ugh. this is really the only coven i ever belonged to anyway yeah so i can't you know go by that but but what surprised me was he was in disbelief that there are covens out there that don't practice ritual sex as a foundation of their tradition mm. whereas i've never i mean i was you know sure i heard you know some gardnerian things or whatever I, well, I or if I, you'd certainly want to like have cute coven mates right then then that's a different story but but then doesn't that change the whole but then like, that's not spiritual that's just right. lust how you make your decisions about who can be in your coven or not it right, depends on how hung they are or right, you know, how well whatever. they suck so, dick or whatever. Yeah, so I think... Uh, or if you're a lady, you know, I think I'd how juicy your twat is. I'm sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to do your own, your own ritual with someone that you choose to be with uh-huh. and you're having a sex ritual or whatever, fine. But I don't, I don't know about the coven thing. I don't know. I mean, I guess when I was an Some adult... Some of these people I wouldn't want to go to a movie with. Why would I want to fucking have sex with them? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I don't know. That's just me. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, when I was an adolescent or when I was first learning about... The, you know, I was 20 years old, I guess, and 19, 18, 19, when I started really getting into this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, the thought of sex and orgies and all that stuff really appealed to me. I was like, wow, that'd be cool. Mm. Never never happened. Um but nowadays, it's like, well, I can definitely see that having a value towards transforming your your mind, your mindset, and your psychology and everything and putting you into kind of that altered state, you know, because it, it is a way to do it. Sex is a way to do that. And yeah. sexual yeah, drama, I, ritual I think, drama. I think, it, I think it, it could be harmful where you have somebody taking advantage of a 19-year-old initiate. I don't know. It just gets messy. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. If you want to have sex, go to a bar just like everybody else. <laughs> Take them home. <laughs> go to a cheese shop. <laughs> <laughs> go to the cheese shop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. What do you guys think out there? Let us know. Yeah, let us know what you think. If let Maybe us know. I'm being a prude. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's me. I just don't see the basis. I don't. I don't. You're just not sexually liberated enough. I'm liberated. Hmm. But I, I, like I said, half the people in the coven that I was in, I wouldn't go to a movie with. 
Why the fuck would I want to have sex with them? Well, you'd be in a different That's coven if your motive was but to I have sex. But I can't find a, a coven. I'm, you know. It's, I dare you. Okay, and I'm, then, and like, here's like, the lucky, licious like challenge. How, and like how we started off the, the conversation is, how do you choose this coven? Because oh, everybody's hot. I don't know. That's that's not. Here's the lucky licious challenge. Just, choose a, if a you choose to accept club. it. Choose to accept it. Ready? What? <clears throat> I want you to post on Witchbox uh-huh. that you're looking to get into a sex coven. Yeah, but I'm not. And, I, and don't pull. Oops. <laughs> oops. I'm not. And don't pull that I dare you shit on me. It ain't gonna work. Because <laughs> that's what you're doing. I'm just saying. You no, don't actually no, have to. You're get... saying I dare you. That's well, what you're saying. Well, because you said you, you never found it. a group. I never found a group. I didn't post anything. I'm looking for a cover. It's it's just not. <laughs> it's, it doesn't appeal to me. And if I was gonna do something like that, I would join a, a, a swingers club or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, Gerald Gardner was a member of the Naturalist Society. See, he's a fucking weirdo. He was a he was a pervert. Who found a way to to get laid? <laughs> I'm serious. That's that's. Oh, shh. listen. Oh, this is my little birdies. Oh, they're all quiet now. <laughs> Shut up, they, They're very. Isn't that funny? They're very scared of me now. But I th- we heard that's them funny for a second. How, how you put the the mic up and they just shut up right away and they started looking like what, what's yeah. that? Like you're not you, you're not. Yeah. I didn't sign yeah, a waiver. Let's tell our listeners the last the last podcast we had. I told everybody that my parakeet died, and then um, last Saturday was it Saturday Sunday? I don't know. Who cares? They had a party for me. I care. Fuck you. They had <laughs> they had a belated birthday party for me, and they and they gave me two parakeets in a cage. So I take them home, and I set them up, and I give them food. And three days later, one of the parakeets dies. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So then I took them back to the, to the um, pet store, and they gave me a, a replacement. And now they're okay. So let's hope. All right. So far, so good. Know, so far, so good. They're pretty. One is green Don't and one is blue. Don't bets either how long Carmen's parakeets <laughs> are going to fucking last. Yeah, one is green and one is blue. Aren't they pretty? They are pretty. Yeah, and then they had these real white, all complete white ones. They're so cute. The blue one like that, my whistle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck you, bitch. That's Desi and Lucy. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Hello, gorgeous. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you very and much. on the swing. Like, they like to pl- jump around and play on. They're very playful. You also got a fancy new cage. Yeah, they gave, they gave me the... I said, I don't need all this. I started crying. <laughs> I was such a sap. Yeah, they gave me a new cage. That's their summer house, this one. This is the, <laughs> this one, they might be hot in there because it's like that glass. Yeah. So it might be too hot for them in the summer. I don't know. So You've got to give, give them some oxygen holes. No wonder why they're dying. No, they have... They got on the sides. Fuck you. They're so messy, though. Shit. Fuck you. Seeds everywhere. Fuck you. <laughs> um, okay, so... No, so going back to that sex thing. I don't know. I just don't think that... I should never say never. You, 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 you might stumble across something and you're cool with it, mm-hmm. but... What if, what if you retired, like in you know, 40 years, and you retired to a, an old folks' pagan community home... <laughs> And they're having orgies, like, all, all the time. You're 90 years old. Well, this is what I'm saying. I don't know. And you're down with that. Maybe I might be my... I don't know. That's the thing. Come I, over here. I, I, can't, I, I'm not, I, don't, I haven't done it, not because I don't want to, but because I haven't found the, the right group. That's all. You know, it's just... It's, it's not about wanting or not wanting. I'm not yeah. looking. So you heard it here. So uh, <laughs> Carmen Kickass is looking to hook up with. Yeah, with I'm, a... I'm open to it, but I'm not like so fucking what, you know? Hmm. It's not that important that I have to look for it. What's the biggest maypole you ever danced around, quote unquote? <laughs> Probably when I was in the sixth grade, we had we used to do uh, May Day in in my elementary school. You used to and dance I'm, around maypoles. And I remember looking at the, the pole, and it was so tall, you know, and it was like 40 kids. So that was a lot of kids mm. dancing around a maypole. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the biggest one. You know what was really cool? We carried ours. Uh, we processed it through 
the city over into Central Park and mm -hmm. um, both there and back. And on the way back, you know, on the way over there, this was our first May Maypole dance with this pole, so there were mm -hmm. no ribbons on it. The people were just like, oh, they're carrying a fucking tree through the city. How fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> on the way back, though, it, it had all the ribbons on it. And, there, right. and like a lot of people knew what it was. They were like, like, oh, look, a maypole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? Right. Yeah. When, I don't know, we used to do that. I don't know when it stopped. But we used to do that as part of school um, activities. Hmm. In, I remember. In the and you went park. to a Catholic school. Didn't no, you I or no? School. Oh, you did. Okay. I took catechism classes, but I didn't. You know, I went to public school. Hmm. And it was well, fun. We had a whole thing out in the yard and music and dancing, and we used to put on costumes and. Oh, that's cool. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Hmm. And then I don't know when I got to like junior high. Well, that shit stopped. Somebody must have complained somewhere. You know. Because now we're not even allowed to put up Christmas trees. Mm. We can't do anything. No pagan children. Nothing, you know, unless it's on your own desk, you can decorate your desk the way you want. We can't put up anything for Halloween. You know, we got strict orders from um, the chancellor. We're not allowed to do that. Joel Klein. I think that's his name. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's messed up. That's fucked up. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so that's Beltane. Beltane. Can we pull a tarot card? Yeah, sure. She's going to go get her cards, people. Where are they? She's going to pull the magical, mystical Beltane tarot card. And this tarot card is going to have significant meaning for each and every one of you listening to this podcast at precisely the time that you are listening to this podcast. Here she is. Right, She's asking for a quarter. Let's see. So what do you want, a card to signify this Beltane? Yeah, just to look out for, for all, all, the, all the people out there. Energy. What are we, we going to go on? The prevailing energy. All right. All right. Oh, look at how pretty. I pulled two by mistake, but that's okay. Ooh, the Ten of Cups and the Three of Cups. Yeah, so this is fun times. Well, that is Beltane anyway. Yeah. You know, so, you know, emotions run high. Um, listen to your um, creative side. Use your energies in that respect. If there's anything creative that you've been wanting to do, this is the time. This is a, this, These cards are very Beltane. They have to do with creativity and fun and fertility and joyfulness. Mm -hmm. So this is a good time for everybody. And for those of you who are... Down social dumps, gatherings too, right? Definitely. Social gatherings, weddings, mm -hmm. births, all that good stuff. And for those of you who are feeling down and dumps and says, what the hell is she talking about? My life is in the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> things are looking up. Think, things are going to start to get better. Look for somebody with the initial M... Um, that can take you out of your funk. Where where do you get M from? You mentioned that before. Where do you get M from? Thirteen. Oh, I never knew that trick. It's my new trick. Oh, okay. We won't tell the audience how yeah. you did that. Yeah, ten and three, thirteen, letter M. All right. Well, you. I guess you just told them. Oh. <laughs> it's no big deal. That's cool. But yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, can I see yeah, the cards? Yeah, very good time. Wow. Very, very Beltane. I mean, this is so, you know, and this is what this time of the year promises. This is the Beltane promise. Yeah. Well, you, you know what this says to me? Because... Uh, wishing, things coming to a head, happy times, you know. I'm kind and of... And then a you have the three, which is the first stage of... This is like the engagement card, the three, mm -hmm. the, the first stage. And then the ten is the actual wedding. So you're going to have... It's going to be a complete cycle of something that you're trying to do. I'm getting married? <sighs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Woo! <laughs> but you don't know. Very interesting. It could happen. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <gasps> <laughs> well, see... You uh, might. Wait, let me see those cards. I didn't get to give my interpretations. Okay, okay so... I see the three of, of cups here where the three ladies with the chalices in the hands is mm -hmm. dancing, mm -hmm. you know, round and round in the circles and the pretty dresses. 
right? That's a drag queen, and she got her dildo, her her penis right there. She's jerking rope. off. There's a man over there mm-hmm. eating a piece of cheese. Okay, <laughs> so this this car here, this car here signified that you need to, you know, get your friends up together and you know pour yourself some Alize and crystal and just drink and you know have yourselves a good times you know like mm-hmm. you got to get with your peeps what, what holiday is that the that's holiday what, what which one is that which one is what where you eat cheese where, <laughs> that's that's in bulk in bulk all right so that's maybe right. something will be happening by the time of in bulk that's right and and there's a pumpkin <laughs> here there's a pumpkin on the ground so and some tomatoes so you know make yourself some pumpkin pie with some tomato sauce mm-hmm. okay uh-huh. so that's okay. what the three cups means now the ten of cups is um this is another card that means you know you know the check has come in the welfare check is mm-hmm. here so you got the money to it's buy yourself right. some you know food and you know cause you got the, the, the children's services over here mm-hmm. getting your monies from the children's and um, you know, so you got you got your house now. That's your, your HUD house your, your, over here. Your baby daddy. Mm-hmm. That's your baby daddy. He come to your baby daddy coming and visit you. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. He gonna visit you and he gonna he bring you some money, some monies, you know, up in here. And um, this this is like a magical rainbow up in the skies, you know, and that that that's that some smoking crack. That signifies yeah, that's right. That's a Gloria crack, you know. The Gloria crack. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> And you know these kids, they so gay here dancing. They been jumping around like you know, that. That's, with them clothes. that's like a boy wearing a dress. <laughs> he's you know he's like the drag queen and waiting you know because mm, mm, stuff. So this car here, this this car here signify you know you get your check in the mail, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> and it also mean that you know you got to be ready because um, you know you're about to be dead. Right. That's what that means. So, so your neighbor gonna come bust a cap in your head. So you just got to be ready. So that just means you better enjoy life now, cause you you never know when your neighbor can come bust a cap in your head. That's right. So there, and the Queen of Cups, she be getting high. She, (laughs) she be smoking out of a bong, right? She got a big bong in her hand. The Queen of Cups. The Queen of Cups is standing there. She got in an undignified Queen of Cups is Mm -hmm. big time, dope fiend. Mm -hmm. I saw this girl at the club last night. She was smoking a big hookah. Chick with dick. That was her, man. That's her. That's a man. That's a man's is under there. All right, so that's it for Eat My Pagan Ass, episode number 20, (laughs) number 30. I think it's 30. 30. Mm -hmm. Our best episode ever. This is the best Eat My Pagan Ass episode ever. 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 And and Miss Miss Kickass told us about her her drag queen. (laughs) I got to call him up. I don't want to mention his name. Go, D, listen, it's me. You still got that cheese shop? That cheese shop isn't there anymore. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. Oh well. Oh well. He's probably like stuck to the wall, like full cover would come. Uh, what a drag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Well, bye. don't. Well, don't say goodbye yet. Don't forget to go to eatmypaganass.com. You can go to the Eat My Pagan Ass on Facebook and friend us or like us. Now you have to like us. We can't be fans anymore. And, you know, join the conversation. Like? They change it? Now you like it. I don't know. That's stupid. We preferred it when we have fans. Now we only have people who like us. You really like us. (laughs) You like us. Oh, I was going to say to everybody now. So we're up to like almost 2,200 fans, right? Um, That's amazing. What I would like everyone to do just to see how this works is encourage 10 of your friends to, to become <laughs> stop oh my god get 10 of your oh, friends shameless self-promotion <laughs> tell, oh, if, yeah. if you don't promote yourself who will tell that's 10 right. of your friends if you don't love yourself, to like the show or else that's right because I'm going to unfriend everybody that's right and so let's see so let me know when you do that send us an email at eatmypaganass at gmail.com and tell us that you've told your friends and tell us exactly who they are and we'll let you know if they friend us or not. Who's going to answer all them emails? You are. You are. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then if you want to, feel free to share your Beltane wish with us. If you, if you don't believe that doing so will jinx your magic, you know, tell us right. what, you, what you want this Beltane. 
Tell us how you are going to live in the Three of Cups and the Ten of Cups. We want to hear mm -hmm. your... What are your dreams and fantasies? How are you going to make yeah. that shit happen? Those, those two cards, you know, mean whatever it is that you want, you can get it. You don't even have to think about how, right? Just just verbalize. Just visualize yeah, and verbalize I'm, I'm gonna, what I'm, you want. I'm doing it. I mean, these cards, they're very promising cards. They, yeah. they don't even talk about working hard. The only the only work that you have to do is is accept it. Sit and look pretty. Accept it. Some people don't get the, what they want because they won't accept it. Yeah. Oh, I'll never get it. All right, so you won't. So all you, <laughs> so all you have to do is like, Ow! in this case. <laughs> what the I hell? Just threw my fucking back out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh, I'm getting so old. just just accept what you want. The the three of cups and ten of cups together. You know. Well, like, if that isn't like, a confirmation, like I don't wish, know what is. Your wish is my command. Is is, is like what the, That's what the universe. Cylons. Is saying. That's what the universe is saying. Your wish is my command. So wish big, babies. Wish big. Yeah, wish big. I'm wishing big. <laughs> big. Ten inches. Not that kind of big. <laughs> Bye, hookers. We love you. Bye. Is what we'll be bringing will make you happy.